in the building, free agent Brent Suter with us. Are you close enough to Eric Kratz? You want to give him a hug or maybe a couple more inches? What do you think? Yeah, okay. yeah. We're family, man. teammate. We're fam- oh, former teammate. Oh, man, so much Brewers reminiscing yeah, going on. Free agent <laughs> muscles. Kind of sneaky Jack now. Uh, he was always sneaky Jack, but he always sweats. So you don't think he's jacked. You're like, uh, people who sweat aren't jacked. <laughs> he's jacked and he sweats. He's bringing it. Okay. So first off, free agency. Yep. How's it going? Uh, it's good. I mean, it's kind of equal parts terrifying and exciting. You know what I mean? We were talking some teams. We're, you know, uh, hopefully kind of a market's kind of evolving here. Uh, we love seeing starting pitching sign because kind of where they don't sign is where I might sign. You know, just all that stuff. But uh, yeah, talking with a couple of teams, really interested uh, in them. They seem to be interested in me, but uh, we'll see what happens going forward. But uh, we'd love to get a deal done soon. Um, I've had enough. You know, a month and a half has been enough. Kind of waiting on your, <laughs> waiting on your hands. I want to get with the team and kind of get get uh, the plans going. But you know what helps when um, you're coming off an awesome season. Uh, and you pitched in Colorado. I would think that helps your free agent case. <laughs> Sometimes we're going to talk to free agents this offseason. Like, I mean, hey, Lucas Giolito has had a nice career. Um, it wasn't his best season. We had him here yesterday. So he's yeah. telling us, like, you know, it's a little scary. I mean, you know, low three ZRA in Colorado. Uh, do, do you at least get to hit free agency and be like, hey, what's up? I'm calling. <laughs> Um, you know, middle relievers, we can never like fully, maybe go like that in free agency. It's kind of like a, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Is is it good? It's not good. What do do you got? Yeah. How's my leverage score? But, uh, (laughs) uh, no, I mean, so it's, I definitely, um, I had a solid year. I could have been better. could have been worse. Uh, tough place to pitch, but I had really great, you know, people around me there, uh, helped me through the good times and bad, uh, teammates and coaches and fans were awesome there. So I'm really grateful for the Rockies for sure. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, I, I'm hoping that the team kind of sees value and is, uh, you know, able to put a good offer for. And then that stuff, I've, I've heard stuff really gets going after you get that first offer because it kind of like maybe becomes a bidding war or whatever, what have you. But uh, we'll, we'll, it'll, it'll get interesting once that happens. But uh, for right now, we're just kind of talking, flirting, you know, yeah. dating, maybe call back for the second date. Kind so of you, stuff. Winked, you winked at some teams. <laughs> <We> winked at- <laughs> some teams <laughs> winked at you. Exactly. But they, they all have the peripherals. They all have, like, Suter B's lowest, like, lowest 5% in exit velocity. You know, it's, you know, the, the whole – everything that's out there, your war, all that stuff, they have that. Right. What's the one thing – because this is what I think this show – and this opportunity for you to come on as a player, for other players to come on. Yeah. What's the one thing that you'd be like, this is why I'm good for a team? Because I sit here and I'd sell Suter B as like, I just did it last night with Tyler Stevenson. I know you'd love to play in Cincy. Oh, you would love to play in Cincy. Love Staying at yeah. home yeah. in your tiny little tiny house that you live in, <laughs> recycling all of your plastics. But I said, this guy is the guy who puts your team over. Because you are that you're that type of clubhouse guy, and you can never quantify that. So, what besides that? What's another thing that you would like sell to a team if you could sell yourself in this whole flirting courting process? I think uh, what my agent and I have sold is kind of the Swiss Army knife. Like I can go multiple, I can go three, maybe four ups. I could open for you. I could. I used to be a starter, so I could. You could even build me up as a starter, and we could go from there. Or you know, I could come in, try to get a lefty or two out, um, be ready the next two or three days in a row. So. Uh, kind of that Swiss Army knife ability to kind of give flexibility to the whole pen. 
I'll step into the high leverage roles for sure. Uh, I love doing that, but um, you know, my strikeout numbers aren't suggesting that I should be the closer or eighth inning guy maybe, but you know, I can definitely step into those roles, but just kind of wherever, whenever in the game, I'm ready from pitch one to pitch 200. Uh, so uh, kind of that mentality and bringing maybe some leadership, like you're saying uh, to the bullpen would be good, but more of the Swiss army knife is what we're trying to advertise. You know what I mean? And if they bring in a Cy Young award winner, you can hit a dinger. <laughs> He's got a dinger against Corey Kluber. Are pitchers hitting again? It doesn't matter. You need a dinger off of X Cy Young Award winner. They bring Blake Snell in. <laughs> Suter B is going to come out and give you an at bat. That's what he does. If they're smart, they put they sign both of them to the same team. Whoa, be down for that. Pack two best, deal, two best lefties on the market. Jordan Montgomery might be pissed. I said that, but talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Montgomery's very good free agent as well. I mean, there's there's some really good pitching in this free agent class, you know, starting and relieving. So uh, it's it's interesting, you know. And so far, it seems to be some good good value, good good contracts being signed. So it's a good sign for the market. But you know, TBD on the how it goes for me. You it, you did you ever think when you made it up to the big leagues with the Brewers, a you'd be going to free agency, b you'd be going to free agency with your guy Hater. Uh, you know, um, it was something we obviously played together. We got, we called up within a year of each other. Um, you know, he's, he's quite very, you know, very good. I forgot to mention him obviously, but, uh, he is one of the best relievers I've ever seen in my life. Um, he's had some outings where it just wasn't fair, you know, making big leaguers look like literally like it's, it's incredible what he does. Uh, and you know, when we were both super two together, uh, it was kind of one of those things like, Hey, we could go through the ARP system with the Brewers together. You know, Woodruff was right a year behind us. You know, Burns was a couple of years out. Like, it was a really good group, Freddie Peralta, all that. Uh, so we had a really good group there. Uh, and it was I love being teammates with him and all those guys. Um, and obviously, you know, stuff happened last year where he got traded. I got put on the waivers and claimed by uh, Colorado. So weren't able to be teammates this last year, but enjoyed every second with him, man. He is he's one of a kind. He is a super nice guy. Everyone who meets him is like, this is not who I thought Josh Hader was. You know, I thought he's he was a closer. Yeah. <laughs> he's not this great. Like he's just a down home, like you know, perfect combination of a you know a, a hip a hippie and a redneck. Kind of is what I heard. <laughs> Hipster redneck, <laughs> yeah, yeah, redneck. Yeah. You know, uh, and he's just Brother. the nicest guy. Got a great heart. So um, I'm excited to see where he goes. I like it. Um, all right, I'm gonna get my random question in just because I, I want to make sure um, time wise. And he already started to make fun of you on the environmental side, but on the serious side because we've interviewed you maybe two or three times this year. Um, eventually, in Major League Baseball, if we have expansion, I know I'm coming out of left field here, do you think that we will realign and we will have shorter flights for players, a.k.a. also less um, gasoline in the sky? I hope so. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> I was torn. We were, we were negotiating the CBA with the balanced schedule. You know, every team playing every other team. I was like, man, I, like, I, I think it's good for the game, but that is not good for the, you know, admissions with uh, the flight times <laughs> and especially guys in like Seattle and, you, yeah. know, you know, LA, San Fran, and then Miami. So, uh, yeah, it was, I was torn between it. Um, obviously, environmentalist in me was like, can't we just do it like we did in COVID? Like just play, you know, division, you know, keep the flights really short, keep it in division as much as possible, and then play a little bit maybe, and then do the inner inner division play in the playoffs. Uh, it's one of those things I, I'm i still a little torn on. I, I do think the balance schedule was good for the game um, this year, and uh, it was really cool as a player getting to see everybody at least one time, you know, I mean, at least one series. So um, definitely more gasoline in the sky from the baseball world, but 
at, at some point there should be a realignment where it becomes a little little more cohesive or maybe we even do like the NBA is doing some in-season tournaments where it's all at one location or something like that. That could be something baseball looks into to just save flight time and make it, you know, ease of fans and ease of uh, players to just kind of be in one place at a time for a week or so. Yeah, I mean, maybe they even switch AL and NL up in terms of how it looks like. Do the Yankees and Mariners need to be both in the AL or should like the Mets and Yankees, obviously being in the same city? No, you don't like it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why? Because it's ridiculous. Because that's how we did it. That's how we did it. They're not going to put the Mets and the Yankees in the same back when I was in. Why not? It's ridiculous. They're they're in the same city. They're not going to do that. That's ridiculous. What's ridiculous about it? Which part? They're they're not in the same league, so they're not going to switch them. They're not going to be in the same division. Because why? Because, because even that's, though even that's though we have how the, it's done. No, because even if because now we have the mixed schedule, the balanced schedule that we have, right? Which you can everyone still, still do. plays each other. I understand you can still do that, but it, I'm saying you still play your division much more even now, right? So we went from 19 to what's the number now? 13. 13. 13. Right. So you'd have 13 matchups with teams in the Northeast, right? You could have Mets, Phillies, Yankees, Boston, Red Toronto. Sox, Toronto. All in one area? No, you're not. You're not no. about it. I think that's. I think that's crazy. Get off his you, lawn. You know what the other side is? Because I talked to some players at the party last night about this. So college sports are going the complete opposite direction. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You have you have like you could be on the the lacrosse team at Stanford, and you might now have to like play on the East Coast or something like that. <laughs> Week or something crazy like that. I don't yeah. even know how. It's hey, get let done. and I don't know. You would think college cares about that stuff, and they're just like, screw it. We're going to be in the air forever. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. We care so much about uh, going to the East Coast to explore for our students. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we care so much about the environment. Yeah. <laughs> so much. So I just I, I wanted to get that in that question into you because I'm just like looking at the way that, that sports are operating. But I yeah. do think it's going to change eventually, even though it'll – this AJ and a lot of other people. It's not going to change. They're not going to put the Mets in the. I might put the Mets and the Yankees in the same division. They're not going to put the Cubs and the White Sox in the same division. Why? I think that would be awesome. They're just not because it's going to. You you have to have the two leagues, and so people don't want to just see over and over again. Even in the NBA, they they still don't do it like that, right? They don't. Knicks and Nets. Yeah, they don't. Conference, but yeah, but what I'm saying is they they don't they don't and Major League Baseball doesn't want because they only play most teams once a year, right? Yeah, not in your obviously your league with all the interleague the way they've done the schedule now. So right. they still want teams to be able to come in and, and and they want teams to come to Wrigley and they don't want they don't need the White Sox and the Cubs or the Yankees and the Mets playing 13 times. I like, think they should. I think I think that's it's that's not, interesting. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay. I mean, it can be interesting, but it's not going to happen. So, so what Sooner, is going to happen? Let's talk about. Let's talk about <laughs> what we want to talk about. <laughs> well, I want to know. So then, what do you want to see, like, coming up in the game? I mean, obviously, you're here for meetings with players and all of that, and we're not getting the exact play-by-play of behind closed doors. But just in general, for you, like, what would you like to see the sport do and change and evolve into? Yeah, um, I think our game right now is really local game, uh, which can be really good. You know what I mean? But I would love to see more of a national kind of following. You know, when your team gets out, you still want to watch the World Series because this guy's playing, this guy's playing, this guy's playing. So that involves more player marketing, more sponsorships, more players out the front lines of the commercials and movies and all that stuff. So I'd love to see that. Um, 
again, it, like 20 years ago, I remember watching anger management and seeing like Roger Clemens, Derek Jeter, all those guys in, in the movie. And now it's just like, there's not as much probably baseball player involvement in the media, like front lines. I'd love to see that come back. Um, and then, you know, I think the, I'd love to see the continued kind of crispness of the game. I, I was cautiously optimistic about the pitch clock and I think it was really good success in a lot of ways. Um, still some things to be worked out for sure. But um, I think that was a really good, like kind of turn for a lot of fans where they're like, Hey, I can watch baseball again. Like my father-in-law couldn't watch a, like one game of ours last year. This year he was like dialed in every one. Cause it was just, it was moving. It was crisp. So that, that was a really good change. I want to see that continue, like continue to make adjustments to the game that just makes sense. You know what I mean? For both sides and, um, that would be really good, but really my big concern or my big kind of mission is get baseball players and, uh, kind of market it again, really nationally and get the game real national, like really nationally followed again. How do we do that? Like, do we start a show that like st- talks about like, you know, things in foul I've, territory? I've... <laughs> <laughs> like, would that be a good idea? That's what I'm saying. This show, I love this show. I love the premise of it. I love getting players out there, players, voices heard, um, Guys getting fans getting to know guys on a personal level a little bit more. Um, hear them talk. It's just it's great what you guys are doing and uh, kudos to you. I'm a big I'm a big fan and yeah I just think uh, that is a huge part kind of missing in the game right now because um, you 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 got your big followed team still and they when they go to the World Series viewerships up all this stuff but uh, when when the team your team's out of it t- fans typically aren't still watching they want to if if you got superstars that are playing in the finals or in the World Series. I think people would tune in more. But how do you – okay, so how do you get players to talk more? Because here's the problem. Every player, you know, you're in the players' meetings. They want to yep. be part of the team, and they want to hide behind the shield and of MLB and the, yeah. and, and the Colorado Rockies, who you're on. They don't want to be the guy that says something crazy because then they're like, oh, no, I'm going to stand out from the rest. And then you have guys like some of the biggest names in baseball, right? Shohei doesn't talk to the media hardly at all. Yeah. Corey Seager, who won the World Series MVP, doesn't really talk to the media. Yeah. Mike Trout talks a little bit. There's a lot of these superstar guys right. that don't talk that much. Yeah. So how do you get guys like that? Because if you turn on, we were talking about the NBA, turn on NBA game, you see LeBron talking, right? Steph Curry's everywhere, right? You see all the superstars of the NBA. And even in the NFL, you see the superstars in commercials and yep. doing this in, in, in MLB. And those guys say things a lot of times, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers goes on the show you know, every Tuesday and says things and people are like, I can't believe he said that. Right, right? Right. But he's not afraid. So how do you get baseball players to say things and, and, and not be afraid of being called out by whether it's their owner, whether it's the team, whether it's other players on their team? That's a great question because there really is a, still that culture of, hey, if you go out, out of line or you go do something on your own, like you're, you're kind of at your own risk. You're kind of ditching the, you know, the muerta or whatever you want to call it with baseball. I remember Christian Yelich did that body issue thing and was getting flack for it like crazy. And it was just like, I mean, it's just doing like he was asked to do it. And I thought it was good for the game, you know. And, and, and every way. other sport does it. Yeah, every yeah. other sport does that. And he was getting all this crap. And, like, serious, like, veterans were, like, saying, dude, you, what are you doing? That You're hurting the game. And everyone's looking around like, why is he getting so much crap? And, you know, he didn't do it. You know, he hasn't done it since. So just stuff like that needs to kind of go by the wayside. I like what the, the media campaign with Ken Griffey Jr. a couple of years ago, you know, no more toggle at the kids play. I think that's really good. I think that message needs to continue to be pounded of, like, listen, we – the game is – at a very exciting sp- sp- point still. You know, there's tons of good players out there, um, tons of really, really interesting personalities. Um, got, some guys do it right. Like, some guys do talk in the media a lot. Um, and, you know, it's like Scherzer's a guy who's not afraid to go out there and talk, but he's the first Battle Hall of Famer guy and uh, all that. So I just think following that that lead, 
and the, the game is younger now. So we got more guys that are um, like there's the, the age, you know, there's less veterans in, in, in the game. So I think some of that culture of like, hey, don't step out of line is softening a little bit. You know, what I mean, I, I'm just coming from a perspective of like there's less rookie bullying going on by far than, you know, even probably 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Uh, there's less, there's more acceptance of like kind of everyone's personality, the mesh in the whole thing. So I think long story short, we need to continue the media campaigns of let, you know, no more talk, let the kids play, maybe incentives for guys to do, you know, social media posts for the game or, and, and continue to go on like when the broadcast with the mic'd up, I think that is a really good thing. I think that needs to be expanded. Um, and I think just a culture of like, Hey, we want, us to have you would have followers and you'd have followers and you'd have post more you know myself included i haven't been posting much but uh to do grow the game more followers for you means more followers for the game people coming in maybe out from outside uh and looking in on the post going hey i'm interested in what this guy's about and i want to see him play so here's the thing though you said ken griffey jr did to let the kids play Don't, shouldn't it have been a current player to doing that i mean ken griffey jr yeah first ballot hall of famer obviously my generation coming up yeah yeah. Right. That was more, but you know, I know you're a molar guy. So, I mean, you know, him and Barry Larkin, I get it. They're, they're my guys. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> the thing is though, is we need current, don't we need yeah. a current guy to step out? Like I know Trout and Griffey did the, the, the commercial with the guy from the sand lot. Right. But there's been some stuff. Julio Rodriguez has kind of gotten out there, but then Julio struggles and they're like, Oh, he's doing too many commercials. Right. So there, I know it's kind of, it's such a fine line, but I think there's gotta be somebody. And I love what Julio did. Like that gets out there and is like, screw it. I'm going to be the leader. And yeah, Scherzer does it, but Scherzer's made $500 million and going to the hall of fame and doesn't, you know, he's like, well, I'm, I'm going to say what I want. Now. Right. Right. But there needs to be more of a charge. I don't know if it comes to the player association through other players and say, Hey, as a young player, you know, put yourself out there a little bit more Yeah, because your, your opinion does matter. Right. And we want to see what you're about other than just the three hours you're on the field. Yeah. I'm totally about that. I think uh, Aaron judge is one of those guys. I think he might be kind of the new face of the game and him stepping out or doing, doing more would be really crucial for the game he's a guy that like kind of that Derek Jeter level of like odd oh, is physical and like media gifts or whatever you know he's just like always says the right things uh I think he's a great face of the game and I think he does some stuff but he could do even more and then everyone follows his lead I think that would be huge um but yeah I, I agree with you it should have been you know it should be current players encouraging other guys I think Griffey there's just so many guys in the league right now who loved Griffey, Griffey growing up and it's just like it was like He's saying it. We got to let the kids play. You know, I mean, it was kind of, I think, one of those effects. And obviously, a lot of fans are still fans of Griffey. So I think he was a good guy for them. But yeah, this next media campaign or whatever, let's get Bryce Harper, Aaron Judge, or Francisco Lindor doing doing that. And it would be really, really cool. I, I think we're making the strides. Griffey had his hat backwards. I, I mean, and people, huh, are you serious? <laughs> like, what? Now right. it's like, okay. So if that was like the beginning, I think we've come this far now, but we still have, you know, way farther to go. We, yeah. we can't be such curmudgeons, but we can bully rookies. We can still bully rookies. Not not the way that they were bullied before. Right. Because that was like that was like and, and I and I don't know about AJ's experience, but my experience was dudes treated you a certain way, but they also brought you it was to bring you into the fold. Right. Not to absolutely degrade you and make your life a living hell right right few and far between exceptions but yeah mostly the loving correction you know what i mean like the with love correction or the ribbing to get you back you know don't wear shorts to the field we're cutting your suit 
yeah, yeah, yeah. into shorts and sleeveless <laughs> suit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I think that's that's a really you know crucial part of the game is letting guys, you know, showing guys what the show is all about, like showing them how to behave, what's co- what's good, what's not, um, without overstep, without taking away their personality, like we were talking about, without saying, hey, you can't show yourself too much. You know what I mean? Like it, encourage them to be themselves. What you bring to the table, what you are, is awesome for our team. We want to accentuate that. Just don't wear shorts to field. You know, there's some lines that you just don't cross or whatever. Uh, the, the last one for me, and this is I, – I debated not asking because it's a hard-hitting question. Will you be in the body issue if you're asked? <laughs> he has to say yes now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I probably would. I don't know. No, 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 no. no, no. We no. don't play on the side of the fence. It's a yes or a no. You get the call right now. Sports Illustrated. On body – like, hey, you're signing in a week, and then um, – Body issue. Where's Aaron? Uh, in January. Yeah, my wife's here somewhere. Uh, She's, you know, uh, I would say yes, just for the good of the game. For the good of the game. Yeah. For the, if it helps the game, if it helps the game, <laughs> you gotta pay it forward. You gotta pay it forward. Right. Okay? Right. Right. For the kids. You, you don't hit the gym at 6 a.m. <laughs> no, for the kids. Not, not my kids. But <laughs> no, the, I don't know. I don't no, know. No, 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 kids, don't say that. Don't let say the kids it. play. Body issue, Brent. Too. Coming soon, dude. Great to see you. Have fun out here. Um, and good luck in free agency, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Sounds great. Team. Thanks remember, for having me, guys. Remember, it'll all work out in free agency. It'll, it'll work <laughs> out. You, you got time. Uh, you got time. Uh, no, you think it won't. Relax. It'll be stressing, relax. but it'll all work out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It will not be teamless by any means.